This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Gabby. I guess that nothing should really surprise us anymore. Yet every time we come to terms with the fact that something seems off with our reality, another headline pops up that makes us question both our sanity and whether or not this is all just some big cosmic joke. One of those headlines popped up today, and it really, it, it's just about the most 2020 headline that we could imagine that doesn't deal directly with abnormal weather, killer insects, or a deadly virus that has brought the entire world to a standstill. That headline is, Trump opened to four-hour-long debate with Biden on Joe Rogan's podcast. So, yeah, all else aside, Joe Rogan has had quite a year in 2020, mm -hmm. a lucrative year. Back mm -hmm. in May, it was announced that Rogan had signed a $100 million deal with Spotify that would bring his Joe Rogan Experience podcast over to their platform exclusively as they try to diversify their offerings from just music into various other categories. Which is, it's also, that's also funny too because like literally every artist Every musician on earth is basically that like begging, getting uh, pennies. Meme, meme just like, please, can I have more than yeah. like point zero zero zero? Sorry, guys, the math doesn't add up. But anyway, here's a hundred million dollars, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, the rest of you, you'll take your pennies and you'll like it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he got the hundred million dollars. Also, this year, Joe Rogan decided to come out against uh, certain aspects of coronavirus prevention and to question the science surrounding the pandemic in general, which is just great. Yeah, don't worry. Great about job, it. Joe. Yeah. Uh, before all that, it's safe to say that at best he's been pretty divisive politically, based and, on who's listening or watching. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, look, it's his podcast. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. But he has been known to give a platform and to normalize pretty terrible people and not do the job you would hope he would do, which is like push back strongly in an educated way against the misinformation or just like bad, hateful shit they say. He's just kind of, Joe Rogan, it, I'm, he it's seemed, an open forum. He seems like he would be a great guy to hang out with because yeah. he'd just listen to whatever you say and be like, that's wow. fucking crazy, dude. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 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 You ever smoked weed? Like I have you nothing, I have nothing against him really like Personally, I just yeah. don't. I, I find the fact that he's like become this important media figure mm -hmm. really fucking weird because he's he's not a very good interviewer. It just <laughs> and, lets the person talk. And the idea of him hosting a presidential debate is disastrous because first off, he's already said he's voting for Trump, and secondly, uh, did he say he's voting for Trump? Yeah, because he endorsed Bernie. See, that's what's like Bernie. weird about all. Yeah, that's yeah. He, like many people in America, Joe Rogan is politically incoherent. Yeah. Like he, he, most people are not really as ideological as you yeah. think. But uh, he'd be a terrible moderator because you a moderator part of their job is to actually like call out yeah. candidates on lies that they're telling and whatnot, and he wouldn't do that. Yeah, he'd just be like, "Wow, that's fucking crazy." But like anyway. when I when I used to listen to him ten years ago yeah. or something like that. I stopped listening to him because it was kind of the same conversation over and over again about yeah. psychedelics and weed and Did all this stuff. you see this gorilla rip and, off this guy's face? And yeah, and stuff like Pull that. that shit and up, the, Jamie. the guests that he had on were, you know, people that kind of just agreed with his worldview anyway and yeah. talk about psychedelics and stuff. Then he started getting huge guests, but I, I haven't really listened. I'll see clips on yeah. and stuff like that. But so he, he, yes, it's very true that he's had some pretty crazy... Uh, guests on from the more conservative side of things. But on the other hand, he's hosted and even endorsed previously Bernie Sanders. But then again, he keeps giving Elon Musk a platform to spout his weird bullshit as it evolves. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> look, look, his podcast, it's controversial. They talk about controversial topics. They have controversial takes on things and controversial guests and so on and so forth. And because of that, it just creates its own marketing. Mm -hmm. That's why it's become so massive. Yeah. 
He's literally the biggest podcaster, or if you want to call him radio show host, or if you want to call him content creator, working today in a talk show or interview platform. So the idea that hosting a debate on his show in this of all election years, it doesn't seem so insane after all. I mean, yes, it does seem actually insane, but at this point, I've just given up on being surprised. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. This all started from a tweet from retired MMA fighter Tim Kennedy, who this past Sunday said, On my podcast with Joe Rogan, he offered to moderate a debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It would be four hours with no live audience, just the two candidates, cameras, and their vision of how to move this country forward. Who wants this? I mean, all, all we can think of when we consider Joe Rogan as a debate moderator would be him interjecting every few minutes to say things like, Wow, that's crazy. Because mm -hmm. he's rarely known to push back on or challenge anything his guests say. I mean... The best we could hope for would be him asking Jamie to pull up video clips to support one of the candidates' claims. And the problem, uh, that's another problem. Jamie, can you pull that up? Well, so this is another thing he does that drives me fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. I'm not a regular viewer or listener of his, but he does this thing where one of some fucking fringe lunatic guest on his show will say some bullshit. And he'll be like, really? I don't know about that. Like, he's skeptical. And then he's like, Jamie, look that up. And he just inputs into Google, like, the search term of yeah. the thing. And it's like, of course, one of the, some of the top results are just going to be like, yes. Supporting evidence. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, well, there it is. Cool. Yeah. Wow. You were right all along. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to take this at face value and yeah, not look into it any deeper. Yeah. So, uh, or, yeah. It, it would be funny to hear Joe Rogan ask Joe Biden and Donald Trump about, uh, you know, why drugs are still illegal. Because that's a question a lot of us are asking. Yeah. That would be it's actually a good, be a question. good question. And he would, uh, and then he would pass them both joints and be like, which ones you can, which yeah. ones you can smoke? I haven't smoked weed in a very long time. And I've said this before. And I'll say mm -hmm. it again. Biden, if you want to win this thing, just say you're going to legalize marijuana. You yep. don't even have to actually do it. Just say you're going to do it. Yeah, I think Kamala came out this past weekend and said something supporting that. And even if it's bullshit, it works. That's uh, pretty rich coming from her, especially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, but, still, uh, uh, the tweet uh, that uh, Kennedy sent out, it would have and probably should have just garnered attention from both Kennedy and Rogan's podcast communities and then just fizzled out shortly mm -hmm. thereafter. Uh, it, you know, what a fun thought that would be. Yeah. But... Uh, that dang Cheeto in the White House, he just had to nudge in and claim that this is a good idea and that he's totally 100% realistically down for hosting a four-hour debate against Biden on the Joe Rogan experience. When prompted with the question from Tim Kennedy's tweet of, who wants this? Trump quote tweeted it and said, I do. Which is a, br I mean, smart move. It is. It is for him. Yeah. Biden's not going to do this. It's like, it's, it's the most popular podcast on the face of the earth. And like, he knows that Biden won't do this or yeah. potentially any debate. So it it costs Trump nothing to live inside people's yeah. heads because of this. He also, I mean, like he said that other thing a few days ago. He's like, if we have a debate, like we should both be drug tested. Because I think I think Biden, he's on, you know, he's taking some sort of he's taking some supplements. Yeah. He seemed pretty sharp in that burning debate. What 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 was in his piss? And it's just like <laughs> Another thing that's never going to fucking happen. Yeah, and, it, and honestly, Trump, him, Trump yeah. himself would probably test positive for amphetamines and whatnot. Exactly. But because he's the first one to say it, any other response than, yes, please analyze my piss, makes it seem like Joe Biden's hiding something. Exactly. Now, uh, it seems that every day we get closer to the election in November, it does seem less and less likely that an actual traditional debate will even happen between the two candidates. And we'd love to say that it's simply because of uh, the, the coronavirus or something. But if a debate doesn't take place between the nominees, it's going to be because the DNC doesn't think Joe Biden will come out of it looking very good.
Yeah. I mean, Nancy Pelosi already planted that seed weeks ago. Yeah, we don't want to give a platform to the president. It's like, bitch, he's the fucking president. And it's the you it's can't, a fucking election. You can't de-platform the president. <laughs> yeah. The, it's it, crazy. And to, and to even to even entertain that idea is incredibly out of touch, much like everything else about you. Mm-hmm. Retire. Shahid Buttar, yeah. if you live in the Bay Area. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway, you already know how we feel about Joe Biden. He's definitely not our first or second or third or fourth choice for who we'd like to see represent the, the, the Democratic Party or the country. Um, but this is the choice we've got. And he he's just not as sharp and clear as he used to be. I mean, Trump makes a ton of his own gaffes, but he also doesn't give a single shit about what he says. And his supporters don't either. Yeah, he in fact, says fact, whatever. That's one of the reasons they like him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally doesn't care what comes yeah. out of his mouth. As an unhinged baby boomer who mm-hmm. like can't even keep one train of thought going for more than a few seconds, this man appeals to me. I see myself in him. Makes sense I want to him me. to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, yeah, yeah, Trump, he can just pop or snort a few Adderall, prop himself up for a few hours and Pull out a bunch of bullshit that Biden can't answer because half of it would be made up or completely false anyway. Yeah. Uh, I can't answer that question because there's no reality. It's not based in reality. Just a fire hose of lies. Yeah. The ideal scenario would be a debate where there are fact checkers that have to interject in conversation to keep both politicians honest. But in that case, there probably wouldn't be much substance to the entire spectacle anyway because they would have to stop Trump every few seconds and it would just turn into a debate or from a debate between the candidates to a yelling match between the president and whoever the fact checkers are. Mm-hmm. While, yeah. while Joe Biden just stands there, which yeah. is probably the best case scenario for Joe Biden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole thing, it's going to be a mess regardless whether Joe Rogan has any involvement or not. And I don't know, I guess we should just enjoy this relative calm that we're experiencing right now in the wake of the RNC and the DNC. Because once it has become October, all bets are fucking off. And this election is going to start getting insane, mm-hmm. or at least even more insane than we... It currently is. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on William Barr specifically, because that dude's absolutely going to use his position as attorney general to pull something out of his ass in order to skew public opinion in a very big way. It's the October surprise. And it is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biden, on the other hand, will probably just continue to try and convince Trump supporters that he's actually conservative and they should vote for him. Now, you see, you shouldn't vote for Bi- Trump. You should vote for me. Because trust me, I believe in everything Donald Trump does. I just find him a bit vulgar. Yeah, and people won't care as much. When what I a pitch. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not going to listen to that because it's a terrible pitch. And uh, voting for Trump means dunking on the libs, their favorite thing. Yeah. And that's, it's literally the only thing that they care about at this point, really. Trump hasn't really fulfilled <laughs> any of the things he promised he would. No. But it's fine because he's triggering the libs. Yes. Even if they're, in a lot of cases, clearly voting against their own self-interest. Yeah. Uh, they'll, a lot of them, they'll take a bullet for this guy. I mean, just look at the rally he held this past weekend in Nevada. It was indoors with thousands of people in attendance. They don't give a shit. They are completely committed. There's no going back for them. No. The Nevada thing is bonkers. Yeah. It's like... uh, And he was questioned by like a local outlet. Like, aren't you worried about getting it by being indoors with all these people? And he's like, well, no, because I'm... uh, Plenty of feet away from the actual people. I'm up yeah. on stage. Okay, but like, there's nobody around them? me. Like, oh, but what about the people? Uh, no, I'll be safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, we have some quick stories about good old Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman, sure. as well as uh, an update to the U.S. military recruitment efforts on Twitch. But first, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Gabby. 
When you've had the same car insurance or homeowner's insurance for years, you, you kind of get trapped into paying your premiums and just not thinking about it. Uh -huh. Do I even have options? I don't know. And that makes it really easy to start overpaying for things, and you might not even realize it. Stop overpaying for car and homeowner's insurance now. See about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have thanks to Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples -apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. You just link your current insurance account, and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Gabby customers save $825 per year on average. If they can't find you savings, well, sounds like you've already got a great deal. And they'll let you know that you do have a great deal already, mm -hmm. so you can relax, knowing that you have the best rate out there. And they'll never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. It's totally free to check your rate, and there's no obligation. So take a few minutes right now and stop overpaying on your car and home insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash Today Daily. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Today Daily. Gabby.com slash Today Daily. Thank you for sponsoring the show. All right, now uh, back to an update on some members of the Internet Today Rogues Gallery. Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. Uh, they've somehow figured out a way to finally top themselves. Yeah, We've been waiting is, for it. This one's next level. Yeah, we, you know, I... Time doesn't really exist anymore, so I can't remember when the last video we covered them was. It might have been two, maybe three weeks ago. We were like, but really, how are they going to top what they've already done? Well, they did. And you're wondering, how is that possible? Well, it appears as though they orchestrated a fake FBI raid on Jack Berkman's property in an attempt to get some press and look as though they'd seriously uncovered some crazy shit that would make the government pounce on them so that they yeah. couldn't get away with it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, really, swatting your own house is seriously some next-level big-brain activity, so you gotta hand it to them. And at the very least, they didn't tie up any actual agencies or police because, as is tradition, they enlisted the help via actors from Craigslist. Yeah, so, to their credit, this latest attempt to trick the media, uh, it did technically succeed, at least for a short period of time, yeah. until everything unraveled once again. Uh, the Washington Post had initially reported on the FBI raid at the Berkman residence, uh, but they later retracted their reporting and linked to an updated story about how they'd been duped, saying, A fake FBI raid staged Monday by a notorious right-wing activist and conspiracist turned into an embarrassment for the Washington Post, which briefly reported the faux event as if it were the real deal. The raid on a house in Arlington, Virginia, actually involved actors recruited by Jacob Wall, who has a history of making false accusations and has orchestrated dubious events in an effort to smear perceived opponents of President Trump. I do enjoy the fact that the Washington Post was able to call out the Washington Post for being stupid. They got us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got to admit it. We look like idiots. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, there is no way that this story would have continued to gain traction or faux legitimacy because all it took was someone calling the FBI and asking whether a raid had taken place there to find out that this was all bullshit. Hey, I'm looking at you. Is this you? Oh, it's not? Mm. Okay. But over on the Daily Beast, the site that's essentially become the go-to outlet for exposing all of Wall and Berkman's various misdeeds, there is more information on uh, what went on, how it got started, and how it quickly became apparent that the dynamic duo had done this all to themselves. Quote, On Monday, a Virginia man who responded to a Craigslist ad seeking actors to play FBI agents for a television pilot came forward to say that he'd been roped into the latest hoax orchestrated by bumbling right-wing smear merchants Jack Berkman and Jacob Wall. The article continues, Tommy Abraham told the Daily Beast in an interview on Monday that the Craigslist ad offered $400 cash payments to white male actors who agreed to don FBI badges and windbreakers and film a series of scenes at Berkman's home in Arlington, Virginia. 
In the pre-dawn hours of Monday morning, Abraham said that he and a handful of others who responded to the ad converged on Berkman's home and were filmed acting out an FBI raid there. Abraham supplied documentary evidence to back up his assertions, including emails from an address bearing the name of a company Wool once ran. Abraham provided the Daily Beast with emails between himself and the person who created the Craigslist ad early this month seeking actors for the fake FBI raid on Monday. The person identified himself as Jacob Klein, <laughs> but Abraham said that he discovered after meeting the man on Monday that he was actually Wool. No, I'm Jacob Klein. Jacob Klein. Yeah. The email showed Jacob Klein sharing details of what he said would be a television shoot at Berkman's address around 5 a.m. Monday morning. We asked that you show up wearing khaki slacks, black leather shoes, white dress shirt, and tie of your choice, he wrote. You should be clean-shaven. In emails, Wall told Abraham the role was for a police drama and that he'd be acting as an FBI special agent. He was instructed to ask for Jacob Klein when he arrived on scene. He said Wall and Berkman told him when he arrived that the scenes they were filming would be, quote, used for multiple shows, a couple unaired pilots. I'm Michael Scarn, not Michael Scott. The, the D.C. area Craigslist needs, like, a fucking disclaimer at the top of every page. Like, this things, might be things to watch out for. Mm -hmm. You know, we got uh, we got emailed by one of uh, the women involved in one of Jacob Wall's schemes. Wait, we did? But I'm convinced that it's actually Jacob Wall trying to honeypot us. Oh. So I just didn't reply. Yeah. Also, I don't care. Yeah. Anyway, of course, the actors, including the one who confirmed the whole thing with the Daily Beast, were once again stiffed by both Wool and Berkman. Mm -hmm. The $400 cash they were offered for the fake sting operation was never paid to them, and the man claimed that the duo said they had mailed them checks sometime in the near future. Mm -hmm. The checks in the mail! Yeah. Uh, we're going to make a wild assumption here and say that those actors are never going to get paid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're kind of screwed here, buddy. Mm -hmm. But, hey, you are... A cog in the wheel of the Berkman Wall Express. Yeah. And You're like, a part of history. Yeah, literally a part of history. So mm -hmm. that's not nothing. All you had to do was wake up really early and act like you were an FBI agent. If Wall and Berkman are around in like the late 60s, early 70s, they'd have just hired a bunch of actors to break into the Watergate Hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, the president is fine. These are just yeah. actors. Yeah. So the door is going to seem locked. Like, that's for realism. Like, we, we want to make it seem like you're really knocking that door down. Mm -hmm. So go in there, steal the files. It's acting. The files, and you're going to be a star. Yeah. Anyway, though, let's move on now to a story that we've been covering for a few weeks. Or maybe even longer than that. Yeah. Uh, the ongoing saga of the U.S. military streaming on Twitch and uh, using that platform to shamelessly recruit America's youth by showing them how cool it is to join the Army or the Navy. Because you, yes you, you can get paid to hang out and play video games on stream all day instead of, um, I don't know, being involved in like actual real combat scenarios. Yeah. And putting your life on the line. Or, or just or, like severe boredom. Being yeah. stuck on some base somewhere far away. Or drone striking like a wedding or something. <laughs> having to live with that on your conscience forever. Yeah. You know, any number of things. No, you're just going to sit there and play League of Legends. It's fine. Yeah, and look, we know you're going to comment about it. Yeah. So we'll acknowledge, we'll preface this by saying that uh, a lot of people wrote us last time and they're correct. Technically, the, mil the military does provide financial incentives for underprivileged youth. Yeah. Uh, things like college education, home loans, medical care, and so on. Great stuff. Yeah. But we should remind you that it, it's kind of messed up that you would need to serve in the military in order to qualify for things that should be basic in your life and are in most other countries. Yeah. Uh, health care, a decent education. Yeah, you shouldn't really have to serve in the you military. You shouldn't have to like potentially get killed <laughs> yeah. for those things. But I digress. There is yet 
another development in the military Twitch streaming saga. And yeah. uh, this one hits pretty close to home. Yeah, I was, I was streaming the other day, and uh, we were about to start something, uh, start a game, and I, I went to go check and see if any of my other streamer friends that I follow were playing Among Us, and maybe we could jump in and mm-hmm. join them before the, the regular team jumped on. And so I found that uh, there was someone that was playing Among Us. It was America's Navy. Mm-hmm. And so I went in there and immediately saw the names that they were playing with, which was Japan 1945, Nagasaki, and a black character, the color, actual black color, but their name was GamerWord, which you can un- uh, assume what that means. You get it. And uh, within the stream, yes, they did assume what that means. They were all joking about the, the terms that were being used. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say it. It was apparently, uh, clo- the Navy claims they were not active uh, members of the U.S. Navy, They're but lying. they were still close friends of the yeah. person that was streaming. Okay. So what I did was, uh, I mean, we were watching it on stream and having a little bit of fun with it, but uh, I sent the link over to General Jordan G. Fuel Yule, and <laughs> so he then took screenshots and tweeted about it. Ipso facto, it blows up online, and now everyone's reporting on it, and it turned out that uh, today, the person that was streaming has been fired by the Navy, and the Navy might be in trouble with Twitch because of uh, this... This stream. Wow. They glorify the bombing of Japan. All you had to do was not that. Yeah. You would have been just fine. Maybe not laugh at the fact that the black character in the game was named Gamer Word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Great job, Navy. Anyway, here's the Navy's official response. We recently had a stream of the game Among Us where three non-Navy affiliated users decided to use extremely inappropriate in-game usernames. This is according to Commander Laura Bollinger of the Navy's Public Affairs Office. We do not condone those usernames, and Navy Goats and Glory's immediate response was not quick or correct. Our streamer should have immediately left the game and refused to play with users who were unapologetically inappropriate. The streamer's reaction to the situation was unbecoming of a member of our team, and he will no longer be streaming as a part of Goats and Glory. Great name, by the way, uh, <laughs> for their uh, streaming yeah. team. Additionally, we are reevaluating how we vet users allowed to play with us on stream in an effort to ensure that this does not happen again. So uh, there you go. We've made a change. We've made a change to uh, Twitch and the Navy's policy as far as streaming mm-hmm. goes. Uh, but uh, mainly Jordan, who put it out on the uh, on the internet for everyone to see in a way that uh, I wouldn't be, have been able to concisely yeah. do. I just sat there and typed war crimes over and over again. Yeah, like the fucking meme genius I am. A bunch of a bunch of Twitch channels uh, created an emote that said war crimes because they. They were just deleting. Oh, they were doing a moat only mode. So uh, I I made one, but there was already uh, the surfs had one. Yeah. And there's another one. uh, I don't know if Jordan made it or not, but he shared it. And it's like an old uh, like Microsoft paint, (laughs) like text where it says war crimes on it. Yeah. So you can still say it. Uh, Anyways, you shouldn't feel bad about uh, making fun of the Navy on Twitch. They're a brand. Yeah. And they're trying to get people to join. Hello, fellow kids. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for today's episode. Uh, we'll be back with, uh, there is a lot of tech news to cover this week. So we'll be back with a new episode of Tech News Day pretty soon. And uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, the fires are letting up here, so that's that's yeah. good. I don't know about up north, but... Uh, Starting to be able to breathe. Yeah, I went for a walk today and didn't have a headache immediately afterwards. Yeah. So that's good. We're, we're, we're working our way back. Nature into, is healing. Yeah, exactly. We are the virus. <laughs> we'll see you guys soon. Bye.